Welcome back to Scent World, a show that explores the power of expressing yourself through scent. Today, we're featuring Lauren McCord, General Manager at Homesick, based in New York City. What would Endor, the moon in Star Wars, smell like? How about Central Perk, the coffeehouse and friends? Questions like these start the creative process at Homesick, a home fragrance brand with a knack for capturing places and moments. Whether it's your favorite series, college town, or even wedding celebration, they know how to evoke a memory that transports you there. In this episode, Lauren sits down with Heather Hyatt, who runs social media at Scentbird. She tells the story behind their cult classic, Star Wars and Friends collections. She shares a method for crowdsourcing nostalgia, techniques for making candles last longer, and scent recommendations for popular zodiac signs. Cherish meaningful memories with Lauren McCord on Scent World. I just remember seeing homesick in college and I had just graduated and I was on my way to moving to California and there was this Georgia candle and I found it in like one of my local boutiques and I was like, I'm moving really far away. I'm going to smell this candle and if I like it, I'm going to bring it with me to California. So that was my introduction to homesick and I'm so glad I found your brand. It's so awesome. Everything smells so great and I love how it's so tied to memories. Yeah, I'm so glad, you know, that was your first experience. Georgia was actually one of our first candles and oh, makes sense. Exactly what we're here to do is really bring people home with just our candles and bring back those memories. So Homesick, our mission, our story is really in the name. So, you know, everyone is homesick for something. Like you were saying, you moved coast to coast, you missed home. And just like that, our founders back in 2016, they were traveling a lot for work and they missed their home states. And so from there, they also discovered the power of scent and how that ties to memory. And so they started with our Florida, Georgia, and Texas candles. And they thought, you know, let's just embody our home states in candles to trigger those memories for people. So it was a really cool beginning. Yeah. And that really quickly expanded into states for everyone into cities, into countries, into memories, and really just playing on that idea. You know, have you ever walked by something and caught a whiff and it just instantly takes you somewhere? Yes, absolutely. Especially me. (laughs) So that's exactly what our candles are doing. So we're so excited to bring that comfort and nostalgia into people's homes. That's so awesome. And I love that. I love to hear all about who what makes a brand is truly their community. And I did read a little bit somewhere before we started this interview a couple of days ago that you actually kind of crowdsource your audience when you're making these candles. And I think that's something that's really, really cool. Can you tell us a little bit more about that too? It's such an important part of how we create our candles. And so, you know, we start with our research and that's where we're picking up on the universal experience, right? Like when you are visiting somewhere, if you're from somewhere or you're thinking about those core memories, what is that universal experience that speaks to everyone? And then from there, it's really about 
going back to those passionate communities and getting those little authentic pieces that feel really great to, you know, locals or anyone in that community. And then, of course, you know, working very closely with our perfume chemists. And at the end of the day, it's really important to us, like you said, to have a really great smelling candle, which sometimes can be a little bit challenging depending on the place and what you're trying to do. You know, we're all about matching very unique and authentic fragrances to bring to life this moment and this experience. And so sometimes that doesn't always smell good off the bat, um, but we work through it. We do our sampling process and that we work with our perfume chemists and our experts to make sure at the end of the day, we are bringing home a really great smelling candle. So what is a personal and a universal experience? So for us, I think our Chicago candle is such a good example because, you know, as one would expect, whether you visit Chicago or you just know where Chicago is or anything, you're thinking of watery notes, you're thinking about the lakes. We're bringing that through to packaging with this beautiful blue for the water, for the cubs and all those things trying to bring Chicago to life. But we also have unique notes like chocolate in there. And so why chocolate? Good. I'm glad you asked. So there's actually (laughs) factories, old chocolate factories all along the water. And that's something that, you know, when you're thinking of Chicago, you might not think of, but to the locals, that means something for them. And that's going to be nostalgic to them and that personal touch on the candle. So it really, you know, is working with our perfumists on how to layer those together and what kind of goes top, mid and base in that candle to just really smell really, really good once you're burning it for an hour or two. You learn something new every day. When I think Chicago, I think deep dish pizza. So, I mean, that probably wouldn't smell very great in a candle. So I think chocolate was a really great way to tie it all together with those watery notes. Yeah. I mean, chocolate was the way to go. It was just that personal touch that we wanted for Chicago. We definitely have pizza notes in some candles, so stay tuned, but they end (laughs) up being really, really nice together. And I think, you know, we've been able to expand beyond these locations to other core memories that people love and our partnerships. We actually partnered with Duncan for the first time back in 2019, speaking of different foods. And so, you know, that was really cool to do because we were eating a lot of donuts. Donuts. We are dissecting Yum. ingredients. I know I can't complain. We are drinking a lot of coffee yeah. and really kind of bringing to life that authentic, nostalgic moments of, you know, when you get your license and you're, you know, you can go get coffee before high school or you're yeah. grabbing donuts on the way to the beach and expanding beyond our partnerships. It's just led to great opportunities like today's show segments and being on Drew Barrymore and this podcast. That's so cool. I mean, America does run on Duncan, so I'm so sure we I. can all <laughs> I'm sure we can all relate to that Duncan moment in our head right now. I like you were saying when I got my license, I always thought I was like so cool that I could drive through the Duncan line and I was like, yeah, I'm 16 and I'm drinking coffee, which why did I need coffee at 16? And it's probably I don't know. this big and full yes, of sugar. Yeah. Full of sugar, all the milk, everything. Like I want it all and it was so so good. So I love how you kind of brought that full circle and it's I can I need a Duncan right now. I know. Okay, Lauren, can you bring us into your world and tell us a little bit about you and what you do for Homesick? Yeah, so I am the general manager at Homesick. So that means that I have my fingers in just about everything that we're doing. So day to day, I am, you know, doing everything from working with our logistics team to our creative team. I'm working with 3PLs. 
um, our marketing team, of course, and how we're bringing product to market and our sourcing team, which definitely is the backbone of our product development. I want to let, like, let me in. What does scent mean to you? So I think my earliest memories of scent and how it evokes nostalgia go back to just being a kid and how I related fragrance to seasons and seasons changing. And so for me, I think, you know, one of my most prominent memories is snow days. They are the best when you're a kid. And so a snow day smells like, you know, fresh snow and the cold air and the pine and the cedar woods. And so anytime my dad would come in from snow blowing, he almost would bring a waft of that inside with him along with the little hint of gasoline. And so I can always recall that fragrance and that scent and how that kind of mixes for me. And we actually have a snow day candle, which is pretty funny. We oh, don't have so gasoline funny. in it. It's a little bit more focused on, you know, the snow and the pine and a hot cup of chocolate. But um. Yeah, I think that kind of takes me back to my childhood and fragrance. Oh, that's so special. And I remember just being a little kid. There's certain fragrances that I associate with different memories. I also love the smell of gasoline. It reminds me of certain people in my life. Yeah. So I, I love that connection with that you have with your dad. That's really, really something special and cool. And what about homesick? Which of the candles really resonate with you the most? When I actually moved to New York City from Boston to work with homesick, I really missed Boston. And the cities, you know, both big cities, but they feel very different. They smell very different. And so to start working with the brand and have that Boston candle, that was so special to me. It brought me so much comfort. How has your scent, sense of scent or smell, how has that changed and evolved with you within these last five years? I think just my understanding of fragrance and how it connects to memory and the science and the magic behind that has really changed my way of fragrance and how I think about it. And for me, it almost feels like second nature to me. It's so funny when everyone's like, oh, you know, how do you go about finding these fragrances? And for me, I can just see like it can be an intangible object or it can be a fictional place that we work on. And the fragrances can come together so easily because you're so used to it and you're you're trained, your nose is trained. So at Homesick, we are always marrying these really crazy fragrances to tell an authentic and unique story. So, you know, you might not think that grapefruit and black pepper and cinnamon go together. And you might not think about putting those into a candle, but we that way can bring to life a de definitely a unique experience that smells really good. That's really cool. So how do you step outside of your comfort zone with the notes that you're comfortable with and really find new and innovative notes and ingredients to in enjoy within your candles? A lot of the candles that we make, I would say, take me outside of my comfort zone because you're trying to tell a very unique story and you're pulling together all these different fragrances it starts with research. You want to talk to locals and people in the community. And then you talk to the perfumists. And each step along the way, you talk about really different fragrances. So it gets a little scary, you know, what do you actually end up with at the end of the day? And so, you know, we'll, <laughs> we went to our perfume chemist and we're like, hey, we need a crayon note in here. And they're like, uh huh. And I'm like, just trust me, it's part of the nostalgia, it's part of the story. And so really- We all know what that smells like too. Right? 
we it all know what that right smells back. like. <laughs> exactly. And so it's really examples like that and just figuring out how to layer them, um, especially when we're working with partners, right? We really want to get into telling their story and telling our story together. We coach them through how to smell and evaluate a candle. So we'll go through cold throws, which is like what you're smelling top notes of before you even light the candle. And then we have min notes and base notes, and those kind of come through to make a really robust fragrance after you burn for about an hour or two. Oh, that's really, really cool. And that's a really great piece of, I actually, I'm big into TikTok right now. (laughs) And of course I'm on fragrance talk, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And I was scrolling through and I just this year learned how to burn a candle properly. And you really should start burning your candle. The first light, it should be about one to two hours. And I had no idea. What are some other tips that you can give our audience for taking care of your candles and really getting the most out of the fragrance? Yeah, a lot of people actually don't realize how important candle care is both uh, to get the most out of your candle and to burn them safely. So always trimming your wicks down to about a fourth of an inch is really important. Um, It's going to keep the flame low and also make sure that there's no sitting on it. You can use wick trimmers. Actually, a lot of people try really crazy things like tweezers and (laughs) scissors, which might work, but not always. Um, So there's wick trimmers out there. And yeah, like you said, when you first light your candle, you want to burn it for about an hour or two. You want all the wax to kind of pool to the edges so that you get an even burn. And what that's going to do, it's going to eliminate any tunneling, which is when um, kind of wax just melts right around the wick. And so that's going to keep your candle lasting longer and also allow you to release all of those fragrance notes that are throughout the candle. There you have it, folks. Now you can know how to burn your candle properly and safely, which is all very important. Okay, so now I really want to get into how are candles made? We get asked this a lot, actually, on our platform. When we talk about candles, are consumers really interested in fragrance as a whole? So how are candles made at Homesick? So at Homesick, we start with the concept, right? What do we want to bring to life? What memories is it going to evoke for our audience? And how is it going to be bringing them comfort? And then we kind of dive into the fragrance behind that, right? Which starts with research. Um, What's that universal piece when you're thinking of going to that place or pulling out of that core memory? So fragrance is definitely the backbone of our creation process. But There's a lot more that goes on after the fragrance is done. Um, That alone can be several rounds of testing. And so we go through the cold throw testing, the hot throw testing, burning it in different size spaces, making sure that there's safety testing done so that we can burn the candles safely. And then we really like to package it up for our creative and marketing teams to work on. So You know, in this remote world, we've gotten very creative in how we do that. So we have our fragrance and our fragrance descriptions. And to make them feel a little bit more connected also, we are creating playlists. We're doing mood boards to bring that visual piece together. And then from there, we make really amazing packaging that ties back to the fragrance. We have really fun copy that we marry with it. And then from there, you know, like any product, you're doing a photo shoot and you have your go-to-market strategy. That's that's really awesome. And how do you think that Homesick does it a step above the rest in terms of really creating that entire vibe of a place? Like the Homesick philosophy, how do you really encompass that place that you want to represent in your candle? 
We always take the most authentic approach that we can. And I think the key there is tying back to local communities and passionate people within that audience. What separates Homesick from other brands also is just how we approach fragrance. So we're trying to tell a very authentic story, which at the end of the day makes a really unique candle. So where candles usually are focused on one or two fragrances, maybe it's a vanilla candle or it's a vanilla and lavender candle. We're looking at about nine different fragrances that we want to pull to our audience's noses to really embody that whole experience. Wow. So how long does it take to make a candle? We've gotten pretty good at it. Um, <laughs> but we like to say that it's about a three to six month process to you know, start brainstorming about it and then getting closer, bringing it to market. That's really awesome. And I love how you mentioned the mood boards and the music playlist, because that's something we like to do at Scentbird as well to really, it's what we call synesthesia. So like really bringing the aesthetic and the vibe to the customer and meeting them where they're at, just so they know what they're getting and the vial of perfume and the candle that they get, whatever they, whatever piece of content that they may see across Instagram, we want to really be storytelling about our fragrances. And I think that that's something that Homesick does so well. For us, really, I mean, we have people working on these projects all over the world. So they have different backgrounds and different experiences. So for us, we really need the fragrance, the copy, music and mood boards to really bring that whole experience together for not just our audiences, but also our teams. Can you take me through how you how you decide the top, the mid and the base notes? Because it might be a little bit different from fragrance. I don't know. I'd love for you to tell me. So you have your top notes, and those are the first notes that you're going to be smelling when you take a candle out of the box. That's going to be your cold throw. It's your first introduction into the candle. So you really want something that is exciting the customer right out the gate. And then you layer in your mid notes. It's going to be more of your body there. So what other fragrances are going to be accenting those top notes? And then you have your base notes. And your base notes are just going to help round out the fragrance. So after about an hour or two of burning, you're going to see how that magic all comes together. Oh, I love that. That is the magic of candles. I do have one more question too, just about you know, when you're creating these awesome candles, when you're creating these, do you have anything burning while you're creating? What is the atmosphere like when you just start, when you first initially get the team together and you're like, hey, this is the concept and this is the fragrance we want to create? So once we have the idea and the concept and we start thinking about the fragrance notes, we each of us have a very large library at home of fragrance samples and everything we've sampled in the past. I have closets and closets, you know, those closets where you like open the door and stuff falls on you. That, yes. That's what it looks like <laughs> with candles for us. So, you know, anytime we're at home, our background is just shelving and shelving of candles. So for us, we love to take inventory and in what we have and remember how different fragrances come together. But each of our candles are so unique that we pull bits and pieces, um, maybe of fragrances that we smell in other candles. But what's most exciting is when we do our research and we talk to people and we kind of fit those unique fragrances 
to make that story come to life for that concept and then start sampling those fragrances. That sounds like a good process to me. And when you're talking about you go to different parts of the world or the United States, how do you make a fragrance really fit the brief, so to say? Do you eat the food there? Do you listen to music that people would listen to there? How do you immerse yourself in the culture of the place that you're really trying to bring to life in this candle? It's all of the above. And I think one of the biggest pieces too is also just the landscape, right? So when the wind blows, what are you picking up? What kind of trees are there? What kind of flowers are there? Are you near water? Is it salt water? Is it lake water? What does that look like? And then, like you said, tying that into the local culture, whether it's food and music and everything that really just sets the scene. That's so cool. I want to go on your next trip with you. What what are we making next? (laughs) You tell me. What do you want to see next? (laughs) Well, right now, what I have on my mind is the bridal store. Like when you go in the bridal store and you're with your mom and your grandma or your friends and your family, whoever you bring with you. And it's such a special moment. And a lot of times I've been into a few bridal shops at this point. There's nothing really burning. You know, when you go into a hotel, like a really nice hotel, they have this scent that you now associate with that hotel. Like whether it's a resort in Mexico or you're skiing in the Alps. I feel like the luxury space really does it right. But bridal shops, come on. We're spending a lot of time in there and a lot of money. So what does that smell like to you? I know. And it's an experience that you want to take home with you. It's it's actually so funny that you said that. So when we launched Let's Toast a couple of years ago, um, it was just it was to celebrate everything. And as we predicted, it was selling a lot for bridal occasions. Yeah. And so we were like, you know what? People are buying candles for this wedding space. So from there, we actually launched a wedding collection. So we're capturing like bride's bouquet and like, you know, your floral of that day, which is also so important to people and nostalgic. We have black tux, which is a little bit more of that masculine scent to capture, you know, the cigar smoke and things like that. And then also we most recently launched Team Bride, which kind of does what you're saying, but it's a little bit more of like that fun bridal shop. It is that, you know, pop of champagne. It has those florals mixed in. So really trying to bring home that experience. And we just, we've had so much fun with the wedding collection and it's been such a personal note to our team. Also, you know, I got married this past year and we've had a couple other weddings on the team. That's so special. And honestly, it's a it's a trend right now on fragrance talk. I know I talk a lot about TikTok, but you know, it's one of my passions in life these <laughs> days. But they they said that they scented their bridal suite or they scented their wedding. And now I'm like, I gotta go to your collection and get the whole collection. Like my fiance needs the groom, the black tux, they're wearing black tux, it's perfect. And then what are we gonna be smelling? as we're getting ready. And then we're, we're getting ready in a, in like an Airbnb type little cottage. So I feel like that needs its own unique scent. And then when we get to the wedding, what's that going to smell like? I just need the whole, the whole suite, the whole collection. Exactly. And scent really does set the mood for things. It's so important. And that's why you see a lot of those hotels doing that. And for us, we've also seen a lot of brides kind of favor our location. So if they're getting married in Boston, maybe they have the Boston candle or maybe they have the location candles of where that couple met. So you talk a lot about cold throw and hot throw. What does that mean? So it's how we evaluate every candle, and it's also how all of our customers experience it too. So when you take a candle out of the box and you're smelling it for the first time before you even light it, that's your cold throw. And from there, you're going to get all of those notes that are sitting on top. 
Then once you light your candle, you're starting to get the hot throw. And so you want to burn your candle for about an hour or two at first. And that's really going to let all of those mid notes and bass notes seep through so that you can really smell your candle. So we have a very wide breadth of assortment. We, like I said, started with locations. We have states and cities and countries. We've expanded that into tropical escape. So wanting to bring you somewhere warm and, you know, nostalgic MLB parks and different college towns. And then we also have our moments collection. And so that has everything from core memories like lake living to astrology and celebration and our wedding collection. And then, of course, we have partnerships. And so for partnerships, we've launched Harry Potter candles and Star Wars candles you know, all those nostalgic moments. And we have a friend central perk candle. And most recently we launched with Disney. Whoa, what a portfolio. I am so excited to get into these candles and start smelling them and talking about them. Let's start with one that we've talked about a few times at this point. Let's toast. Tell us a little bit about that one. Let's Toast is a fan favorite. It's a personal favorite. It is that encompassing celebratory candle that you can just really gift with anything. And what you're smelling right now is a really bright and citrusy fragrance. So you have those notes of champagne that oh, come yeah. through. That's coming sweet through. grapes. Yeah. And so it's a really bright, fun fragrance to match the whole idea behind Let's Toast. And like I said, it's my favorite gift to give because you can celebrate just about anything. I love to smell celebrate all of the small things. And let's just actually help me manifest my own engagement. That's a whole Oh, we story. love to hear that. I am a manifester. I wrote down the everything to from the personality traits to what my fiance looked like. And I read it to myself every day. Did you really? For okay, a long you have time. to hear this then because this is <laughs> for crazy. <a> long time. <laughs> so I was with my significant other for like several, several years at this point. And we were launching Let's Toast. And Let's Toast is one of our celebrations candles, of right. course. And so that means that on the back of the packaging, there's actually like a card format, right? So we like to be the best gift ever. So we have your card and your gift and your wrapping all in one. So, right. you know, our creative team was working on design assets for the product page. And she's like, you know, who do you want to make it out to? And I was like, why don't you make it out to Lauren and Riley? She was like, well, what do you want to congratulate? And I was like, why don't you say your engagement? And she was like, what? When did you get engaged? And I'm like, I'm not, but it's funny. (laughs) And so then Monday when I showed up, I was like, you're never going to guess what happened this weekend. I got proposed to and my now husband had taken me by surprise completely. I thought that was just a funny little work joke. And little did I know I was going to be engaged. No way. I love that story. I love, I believe in the power of manifestation. And this is the perfect story for this candle. I'm so glad you shared that with us because it's also such an uplifting scent. It's It does trigger happy memories. It does a little dance in my nose and yes. it makes me so happy every time I burn this one. I have this one at home actually. Awesome. We love to hear that. Next up, let's talk about Gone Hiking. This one is really, I'm smelling this for the first time. Well, I've been smelling it for like 20 seconds maybe, but it smells so, so good. I can smell it through the box even. 
Yeah, it's the perfect fragrance that really just brings the outdoor in. And that's exactly what we are looking to do. You smell that pine and the cedar wood. You have some watery notes in there. And so Gone Hiking was actually born out of the pandemic. So, you know, everyone was stuck inside. They needed a little whiff of the outdoor air to keep their space fresh. And at the time, hiking and walking around, it's all you could do, right? Yeah. So... I relate to it also. I moved out of New York City during the pandemic to the suburbs to a very wooded area. And I fell in love with hiking just like a lot of people did. So we are super excited to launch this candle and just help everyone bring a little bit of that outdoor freshness into their home. You know, when you say watery notes, I am getting watery notes, but it is a, it's like surrounded by pines and wrapped in this like really, really good woodsy scent. And I, if you've listened to the podcast so far, I love woody scents and I'm very much a Santal lover. I love a lot of different brands that have woody focuses, but this one has all of my favorite notes together with Jasmine at the mid. I love Jasmine. Like I am a Jasmine girl through and through. I think one of my wedding, my wedding scent's going to be Jasmine. And then there's also sandalwood, which you sold. I'm sold. And honestly, when I smell this, it really transports me to Big Sur, which is one of my favorite places in the entire world. It's where I got engaged. And if you've ever been to Big Sur, there's these huge trees and the pines and the trees there, they just smell fresh, I guess. Like yeah. you just Well, that's exactly what in. we love to do is just take you yes. to that special moment. And I don't know if that was supposed to be Big Sur, but this reminds me of what Big Sur smells like because you have the ocean coming in and the salt air mixed with the woodiness. And it's just, I love this. This smells so good. This reminds me of my engagement. I love that. It's one of my favorite candles too. Okay, so this one's going to be very special for us because Scentbird is based out of New York City. Let's talk about the New York City candle here. Let's talk about it. So when people think about New York City, you think about a lot of different fragrances. And we always get this question at the end of the day, what does New York City smell like? How do you make it smell good? (laughs) And for us, it's really important to always focus on the best smelling sense of that place and those memories. And for us, for New York City, I'm sure, you know, you'll relate to this, but it's that concrete, it's the department store perfumes, it's spring days I can't believe you just said that. That's that right. Reminds you shopping, of? right? Yep. The first thing that I smelled, I was like, this smells like Lux shopping. Like so, it smells so good. Those fragrances that you're smelling, you're going to be getting some uh, lemon, some ooh. jasmine, which you love. Jasmine. That's um, what I like. I love it. Yeah. The water lilies and that concrete note. I love that. And this is what concrete would smell like, but it's like Lux and it's very New York. It's very concrete jungle, honestly. And when I, the first thing I smelled or what I thought when I smelled this was shopping. Like this is what the, all the stores I go into and have to refrain from buying everything I see. That's what this smells like to me. Yeah. So, I mean, it's great for visitors. Visitors love to purchase New York City. People that move out of New York City love to get it. People that move into New York City love that candle. It's one of our best sellers. Okay. So next up, I think a lot of people are going to be excited about this, especially fans of these really epic collaborations that you've done. The first one I want to start with is Central Perk. And can you tell us a little bit about this and why people might think this is ultra special? Doing Friends was a no-brainer. They are the definition of nostalgia. (laughs) My first paycheck! Look at the window! There's my name! Hi, me! (laughs) I remember 
the day I got my first paycheck, there was a cave-in in one of the mines and eight people were killed. You yes. are smelling a big, warm, comforting cup of coffee. So this you is get that, yeah. Exactly. You get those notes of steamed milk and espresso beans. And that was a no-brainer for us to do for the fragrance. And then we really wanted to bring the partnership to life, especially for, you know, the Friends fans and the packaging. So, you know, on the front panel there, you have the infamous orange couch that they're meeting on all the time in the coffee shop. And then kind of as you twist and turn it and you really look at it, you get like I think that's Monica's chef's hat that you're looking at. You have Phoebe's yes. guitar in there. You have yep. Rachel's veil. So a lot of these iconic things and moments and memories uh, that take place throughout the whole series. That's really cool. Like, also, who doesn't want to be a part of the Friends cast? Like, bring the Friends cast home. Yeah. Come bring, on. I want to be part of the Friends cast. This is this is so on point. I don't know how, did you guys go to the friend set and sit around on this couch? Because this is exactly what it smells like, in my opinion. Like you're there on the set, you're a part of friends, Jennifer Aniston's like your BFF. And you're like, this is it. I tell myself that every day. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's my BFF and that's why I make all my candles. Manifesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Awesome. So that one was really good. This one is very good for like cuddling up on the couch, whether it's a rainy day or if it's the winter time, which is, you know, you want to feel extra cozy. This is so good. I love the smell of this. It smells so good. I could eat this candle. It smells so good. We do not recommend that. I have to. have to say that. So then next up, this is this has a cult following and for a good reason, it is a masterpiece. So you collaborated with Star Wars. These Star Wars. Tell we got to hear about this. You have 3 candles. I'm going to try to hold them all because this is like the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my entire life. If you're watching or just listening to audio, I have 3 candles in my hand at this point and I'm getting such good smells. Where should we start? Which one should we start with? I'm very impressed. Well, I'll let you know how cool it was just collaborating on Star Wars with Lucasfilms. It was such a special experience trying to bring these fictional places to life and what that meant to them and to fans and audiences and telling that story. So we thought it was really important to focus our first Star Wars collection on the original trilogy. And so for that, we have Tatooine, Endor, and the Death Star. And there are so many iconic moments that happen on each of those planets and in those locations. And they really resonate and are a part of actually more titles that they have today. So it's about the nostalgia of the original trilogy. It's relatable to people watching the new Star Wars shows and the movies today. So it really is a breath of an audience there. And so Tatooine, it's a very dry and desert-like location. So we bring that to life with, you know, dry sagebush and agave. And then, of course, throughout the packaging, we try and really paint the picture of that with the iconic binary sunset on the front. And we actually tie that visual to the fragrance with notes like copal. And so, yeah, copal. So that's going to be a bright orange and yellow fragrance that really just tells that visual story of the binary sunset. And then, you know, throughout the packaging, we have those Easter eggs of, you know, Luke and his childhood home, his land speeder. We have C-3PO and R2-D2 lost in the desert. (laughs) Yeah. So really fun and iconic moments that happen there on Tatooine. 
I love that. Honestly, I am transported to when Yoda is being trained to be a Jedi. That's what this is. Like, I smell Yoda. Yeah, exactly. Well, we Yum. actually do have a, a Grogu, oh, a baby Yoda car fashion oh, wait. too. Oh, you can my take gosh. him on the road with you. No way. A baby yeah. Yoda? That's like my favorite thing on social media, the the memes are with the baby memes Yoda. memes are so good. <laughs> They're the best. Okay, let's talk about Death Star because this one, if you don't know this about me, I really love to go to Disney World or Disneyland. And I recently went to Star Wars in Disneyland. This smells like whatever they have in the rides there. I don't know. It smells like Star Wars. And maybe they're it's, using our fragrance. They might be because this smells, it's so good. It's it's very different. What are What am I smelling here? It's a different fragrance for sure. Each of the candles are very distinct. And so the yes. Death Star is what you would imagine. So you're getting steel yes. notes. You're getting that smoked amber. Oh, And yeah. for that on the packaging, again, mm. like the art, we're looking at very iconic scenes. Yes. So we have, you know, Obi-Wan and Darth Vader in their last battle on the front. You have Princess oh, Leia swinging to her escape. So all those fun memories tied to the Death Star. And what's also interesting about this collection, and we reserve this feature for very special collections, but when you actually burn those candles down, we have art on the inside of the candle label too. So that what? art that you love on the packaging oh, is wow. actually on the inside of the candle. So as you burn that candle down, you'll see that art and it's just kind of a fun little surprise. Chewbacca. This is yeah. my favorite. I mean, I love the Death Star. I'm like, oh yeah, you you guys are the best. This is so cool. We actually went back and forth with Lucasfilms for a while on that concept. And we just felt so strongly that it was part of the trilogy. It felt relevant. Yeah. And we thought that our audience would love it. And they do. This is like the coolest thing ever. And I mean, I do do a good Chewbacca um, impersonation. I won't do that for our audience today. But you have to. You can't bring that up and not. <laughs> I haven't done it in so long. I don't know if I can do it on spot. With okay, listening. we'll practice that later. But I have to hear it at some point. This is okay. This actually reminds me of a story that I'll tell really quick. So I wanted to be like one of those college tour guides, right? And the first mascot of the University of Georgia was a billy goat. And I did the impersonation of a billy goat in my interview and I didn't get selected. So I was like, what? oh, they How? don't like it. I, That's that a missed I opportunity <laughs> on their part. Let me tell you. I know. Me. I know. I don't know. I'm just so weird. Maybe they were like, this girl is just not the vibe. She's not on brand for the University of Georgia. <laughs> I don't know. Who let this girl in? I you know, know what? They changed the mascot anyways. So <laughs> yeah, it's in whatever. the past. I'll try my Chewbacca. I might need some water here. <clears throat> I don't know. This is actually really stepping out of my comfort zone, you guys. <laughs> Do you just like gargle a little or? Yeah, you're like, the key? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is happening now? Now we're not talking about candles. <laughs> Ah, okay. I need water. <laughs> okay. I'm going to stop. I'm going to save everybody's ears. Okay. And then the last candle of the trilogy indoor. This one, 
oh, this one is so good. It seems fresh, but it's, in a good yeah. way. So it's very green, just like yes. the planet there. So you're getting notes of fern and you're getting basil to make that visual connection. Oh, and, yeah. you know, same with our packaging here, Easter eggs. You love the Ewoks. We had to get yeah. the Ewoks right on the so front cute. panel there. And then you also have the Stormtroopers. So oh, stormtroopers really just cute. bringing Endor to life. This, it smells so, so good. This is like very uplifting in in the fresh way. I'm like in the forest and I'm about, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking for a fight. Who wants to take us on? Yeah. Our Simpered audience really loves astrology, and we took that information and created an entire experience for the Simpered customer. You can check it out on our website right now. There are all 12 of the horoscopes there for you. You'll be able to have scents to choose from, add them all to your queue for each curated by our professionals for your Zodiac sign. How cool is that? Let's jump into this because you have some really fun Zodiac candles, and I love the smell of the one. I won't I won't name it yet. So can you tell us a little bit more about that collection? Yeah, we had so much fun creating this collection and we actually collaborated with the Astro Twins on this. You know, they have all the knowledge and they're the expertise when it comes to astrology. And we married that with our knowledge of fragrance to really bring to life unique fragrances that match and marry with those signs. I'm going to name a Zodiac and you tell me the scent notes or qualities that comes to mind. Let's start off with Aquarius. So Aquarius is very adaptable. It's versatile. Think about coconuts and mandarin and plum mixed with a little bit of florals. You're getting a little bit of everything. Oh, that makes sense. I'm an Aquarius. I love all those things. Okay. So next up, yeah, I can relate. Next up is Sagittarius. Sagittarius is grounded. So you want to think about smoky tobacco and herbal notes. I love how you say grounded. My This is a side note, but my significant other is a Sagittarius and we get along so great and it's because he's grounded and I'm all over the place. So that makes sense. You're right on the nose there. Okay. So Gemini is the third one I'd like you to say. Gemini, think about uh, gardenia and soft cashmere musk. Ooh, that's so good. Musk, yum. Leo. Leo, super bold, right? So think about spicy chili flakes. Think about nutmeg, citrus peels. Our CEO and founder, Maria, is actually a Leo. And those smell just like her. We've got to get her this candle. We we it. switch it up. Yeah, we she switches her her scents up, obviously, because scent wardrobing is like the thing now. But let that's enough about scent wardrobing. Let's talk about Pisces. Pisces, so very relaxed. Obviously, a water sign there. Think about driftwood and ocean breezes. Uh, oh, that's good. You took me there. Okay, and then Aries. Aries, invigorating. So notes of like grapefruit and black pepper and cinnamon. Ooh, those are good ones too. And then lastly, let's finish with your Zodiac sign, a Libra. So I'm a Libra that's very peaceful and well-balanced. So you have notes of lavender and honeysuckle. Are those your favorite notes? I love them. Lavender everything. Perfect. Perfect. As we come to an end, as we wrap up, if you have one piece of advice for someone who's just getting into candles, what would that be? Stay authentic. That is going to definitely set you apart from all the others and be able to tell your story. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lauren. Thanks for having me. Of course, we could probably be here all day, but I hope you have a great rest of your day. 
Thank you. You too. That was Heather Hyatt and Lauren McCord from Homesick, based in New York City. Up next on Scent World, how a musician and architect came together, broke into perfumery, and created a cult following with David Seth from DS and Durga. For more unfiltered conversations with perfumers, visionaries, and fragrance lovers, follow Scent World wherever you get your podcasts. Scent World is a Scentbird original series produced by Flowship. Today's episode was executive produced by Maria Nurislamova, produced by Mike Giordani, edited by Ramiro Gava, mixed by Alex Roses, production support by Peely Melendez. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. 